November will offer a huge chance to own your power and to know that you are not the victim, you are the creator. So I'm going to explain more about this in this episode. I'll talk about the upcoming energy and how to deal with it. I'll also share the astrology key dates for the month and the influence they will have on how to traverse the energy. And I have the angel cards for the month. We're working with the heart and soul angel cards. So let's get into it. So we are going to be given the opportunity in November to explore our edges. So what does this mean? Well, it's really all about leaning in to discomfort. It's about being with discomfort and not running from it, not denying it, and really just allowing it. So how do we do this? I remember the first time I did this uh, consciously was when I started the practice of yin yoga. And uh, yin yoga, if you're not aware, is where you hold the poses for a period of three to five minutes, sometimes longer. And what I found was that at the start, when I was holding a certain pose, the start of it was easy. But then as the minutes ticked on and the discomfort of being in that pose was starting to wear on me, um, I noticed the, the inner talk that was coming up in my head. And it was really interesting to observe it because I'd start telling myself, um, I can't do this. I want to get out of this. Um, things like, um, I don't like this. You know, just really interesting to hear the inner conversation that goes on when I was in a position of discomfort, albeit a micro um, position because I knew that I was able to come out of it at any time I wanted. But ultimately at the five minute mark, that the bell would go off and I would move on to the next pose. But it was a really interesting um, microcosm of what went on in my head when I went through the, the discomfort. Um, recently, a similar thing, I have been practicing Qigong and I noticed that there's certain things that are repetitive where you move your hands in certain ways and it's a slow movement. Um, and there's one that I do for about five minutes where it's kind of moving the hands in a circular movement and um, getting the energy moving. But what I find is that I hate it. I don't like it at all. Um, but I do it because it's really interesting to observe what goes on when I'm doing this for five minutes and the things that I tell myself during it, but also right before I'm about to do it, the excuses I come up with in my head not to do it. So this is exploring your edges. Um, I'll give you one more example. So another thing I've been doing recently is um, having a cold shower at the end of a normal hot shower. So we all know of the benefits of cold showers and it's something that I've known for a long time. And I tried it years ago and I thought this isn't for me. I love heat. I am constantly um, you know, seeking heat. I'm usually cold anyway, so I seek out heat. So the thoughts of turning the shower to cold do not appeal to me. Um, but what I realized was that if I turn the shower up to extra hot, so that's almost unbearably hot, and then turn it all the way to cold, 
that's a little bit easier to transition into it from that. Um, but what I also noticed, which was really interesting, um, that the experience of the extreme heat or the extreme cold, without judgment, the experience of the hot and cold is just a difference in sensation. And it's the judgment of this being good or bad or that I don't like it is what causes the discomfort, not the actual sensation itself, if that makes sense. And I think when we're willing to explore discomfort in these ways, when we're willing to indulge ourselves in these moments, um, it becomes really interesting to well, what is discomfort? What is, what are your edges? Where do you normally um, stop or shut down or, um, you know, where you don't push through, where you maybe could have to achieve that goal or to go the extra mile? And it's not saying that we need to punish ourselves. It's not about that at all. It's about exploring the concepts that we have around what we deem to be um, discomfort or dislikes and when we do start to explore that and to explore those edges then we realize well what really is there to be afraid of because if we can explore our edges in those safe moments where we have that opportunity to turn the shower off or to get out of the yoga pose or whatever it is that we're doing and um, then when we get into situations where our edges are being triggered where we are in discomfort it could be a work meeting it could be a confrontation with somebody else um it could be that you experience some bad news in your life then we're better able to deal with those moments because we know that the self-talk the inner talk is going to be saying things like i can't do this i don't like it i have to get out of it or whatever your inner talk is and you realize oh this is just this inner voice that just wants to escape um, so the energy in November, um, I'll talk about the astrology dates in a moment, but it's going to bring up some of our edges and it may feel a little bit like an energetic roller coaster, but it doesn't have to be. You can ride the waves of the November energy and the three things that I would point to um, are firstly, knowing that this too shall pass, knowing that it's just a fleeting moment. And all of those things I talked about, that inner talk that was going on in five minutes or 10 minutes later, there was something else happening, something different. And that moment was gone and everything is fleeting. So knowing this too shall pass, even if it seems like you're embroiled in a certain challenge or situation, there's always an end. There's always a passing of it. Um, secondly, is to shift perspective. So knowing that you are everything, you're the universe, um, knowing that you are not the victim, as I said, you are the creator, owning your power. And it's this seminal moment where you shift perspective. It's this cosmic opportunity to really step into your power, knowing that you don't have to play out that victim that maybe you've been um, surrendering to, maybe you've been allowing that voice that tells you, I can't do this, to be the loudest voice. And maybe you've given into that and said, okay, yeah, no, I'm not even going to try because I know I can't do this. So it's recognizing that voice in your head 
isn't the be all and end all and that you have so much more within you that you have profound power within you um so you can say something to yourself like i am not the victim i am the creator and see how that feels for you if there's an instant shift if you feel more empowered when you say i'm not the victim i'm the creator if that works for you brilliant you're just shifting instantly from that victim mode to empowerment to creation mode and it can be simple as something as simple as that sentence just recognizing in that moment when you're listening to that voice that's telling you i can't i won't i shouldn't and you just pause for a moment and say, I'm not the victim, I am the creator, I get to choose. So the third point is to explore your edges. As I said, through loving acceptance, um, treat yourself like that small child. If you are finding that your inner voice is telling you, um, I can't, I won't, um, whatever is going on in your head, talk to yourself like you would a small child, just being there for it offering that loving acceptance and as you do start exploring your edges if it is like me starting out with yin yoga or even the cold showers or something else that you might resist that you don't normally do maybe it's going out for that jog when you know it's going to be tough um you know or something else that maybe challenges you in some way um but the more you face those challenges the more you go through with it the more you explore your edges the more you realize that you can do the more powerful you realize that you are and then you become more powerful in turn you embrace that power um, so hopefully that makes sense. So let's look at the astrology date for the month. So we have on the 8th of November, we've a total full moon eclipse in Taurus. It's also known as a blood moon. I'll explain about this in a moment. On the 11th, we have the 1111 Stargate. Again, I'll talk about this. The 22nd, we have Sagittarius season beginning. And on the 23rd, we have a new moon in Sagittarius. So let's look at the eighth, the total full moon eclipse in Taurus. So the eclipse, it's really interesting. I always talk about the eclipse energy as this shadow energy. But when we have a total full moon eclipse, the energy is even more powerful, even more potent. And when I was tuning in, what was coming up was like, it's like a dark night of the soul, but like a micro moment. And that can lead to intense healing. And by the way, if you want to know more about Dark Night of the Soul, what it is, how to traverse it, um, I'll put a link at the end to a video where you can link up to that video because I have a video on that as well. Um, so even though you have the moon, which is in its fullness and all its glory, it goes from this brightness to as the shadow comes across to the dark and but then it also traverses from the darkness back to the light so there's this intense transition and as I said this can lead to intense healing there can be things that are buried really deep that can be released and healed with this full moon um, so there's this alchemizing quality um, to this eclipse and what you'll find is that when you have this chance to alchemize fear of course it's going to come to the surface it's going to come right to the surface and you will feel it 
And the temptation may, may be to push it back down, to avoid it, to run from it. But I would encourage you just to sit with it for a moment, just to allow it, just to surrender to it, allow the fear to be there, allow whatever it is. And as I said, when we're exploring our edges, if the fear comes up and there's part of you that says, I don't want this or I can't deal with it or this is too much, just sit with that part of you, sit with it and just recognize, well, why is this too much? Why am I feeling this way? What part of me is resisting? And then you will be able to alchemize the fear. It'll pass through you and you will find that there's this tremendous change momentum that comes from that tremendous healing so really powerful opportunity with that blood moon and by the way it's called a blood moon because there's a slightly reddish hue to the moon with the eclipse and um, so following that a couple of days later on the 11th we have the 11 11 portal or the stargate um, as it's also called so what is the 11 11 stargate so as most of you know who follow me, 1111 is an angel number that's associated with spiritual awakening. Um, it's about higher alignment, it's about balance, it's about ascension. And the 1111 Stargate is a little bit like this express elevator that can ascend to the next level of consciousness, the next level of your being, the next frequency level. Um, but if you want to step onto that elevator, if you want to rise up to the next level, um, you have to know where you're going. You have to um, have an idea of where you want to go and what you want to um, achieve. So that could be, you know, on the physical level, it could be a goal or a desire of some sort. Um, on the spiritual levels, it may be to ascend to greater peace, to greater harmony, to greater um, spiritual oneness. Um, so yeah, just setting your intention. And intention is such a powerful thing. When you focus your intention, it is even more powerful. So if you're thinking, well, okay, I have reached a certain level of spiritual growth, but I really, I want to step up to the next level. I want to ascend. I want to just make that transition to the next level. You can set that powerful intention and then the universe will meet you. It'll bring whatever is needed to lift you to that level. And also with the energy of the 1111 Stargate, it's going to open up that window for you to pass through. So it's really a chance to advance spiritually, um, to connect with your angels, your guides, um, really powerful time to meditate, to go within, to manifest heart's desires. And yeah, really just a beautiful gateway um, that you can take advantage of on the 11th of November. So following that on the 22nd, we have the start of Sagittarius season. So Sagittarius is a fire sign and we have this fiery confidence that comes with the Sagittarius energy, but it's also um, complemented by this beautiful, gentle, intuitive energy as well. So the two can work in harmony and it can really lead to a lot of growth and really um, taking inspired action. So it can offer the ability to start anew, 
Um, and with, if you're working with the Sagittarius energy, you can call on the Zodiac guardian angels who are associated with Sagittarius, who are um, Ednachiel and also Zadkiel to a certain extent. So Ednachiel brings the power of vision, of optimism, and the ability to make your dreams a reality. And then Zadkiel can bring these purple rays of transmutation to cleanse heavy energy and infuse um, his deep blue abundance. So really beautiful angels to work with. And also at the new moon, which is on the 23rd, it falls in Sagittarius. So you really have the opportunity to reinvent your life with this Sagittarius new moon. Um, it's going to bring inspiration, it'll bring new ideas, it'll bring fresh new direction for you. Um, so if you're open to it, there'll be an opportunity to make changes and even to um, turn things around in your life. So I always advise that, you know, when you're working with this energy, rather than setting intentions during the Sagittarius new moon, um, it's it's often better to ask a question and you know you can ask where is my soul taking me or you can ask another question that is you know just really pertinent to you there might be something that is coming up for you you'll know yourself if there is um, and be open to receiving the answer be open to what comes through for you uh, so yeah really beautiful new moon um to look forward to towards the end of the month so the angel cards for the month. The first card that I pulled, and I was smiling when this came up because it's from the suite of Sacred Hallows. Um, and if you look at the card, it is the bowl of divine fire of creation. And it really reminded me of a witch's cauldron. And um, just after Halloween at the end of uh, October, this being the first card for November, it really holds that kind of um, Halloween uh, kind of sacred energy of Samhain. Um, so this is the card of the red flames of vitality, vitality, courage and compassion. Um, so with this card, you'll see the bowl shape and the flames that are emanating from it. You can also see there's like red flames, but there's purpley hues and there's also um, like stars that are kind of glittering around the flames. So you can imagine yourself holding this bowl in your hands and literally um, it's like it reminds me of a bowl of soup that you might hug with your hands to gain warmth from um, in the middle of winter. You can hug this with your hands and really just breathe in the flames, breathe in that vitality, the courage, the compassion. Um, and yeah, you can you find that um, when you're working with this, you can really raise your vibration and um, just bring yourself to uh, a new kind of state of being. So yeah, beautiful card to work with at the start of the month and particularly on the 11-11 Stargate as well. So the next card is from Seraphiel Suite of So Purpose Angels and this is Rochelle 
who is the guardian angel of divine self. So this is the card of climbing the lost light stairway to the stars. So what does that mean? So this is really about ascension. It's about raising your frequency. It's about ascending to the next level of your being. And it says, as you climb, Rochelle is beside you and Thunderbird hovers above to guide your every celestial step. I thought that was so beautiful. So you can use this card if you're on the spiritual path and you're really developing and growing spiritually to help you ascend to the next level. And again, a perfect card to work with on the 11-11 Stargate. Also the new moon, be great um, angel to work with Rochelle. So you might feel called to work with Rochelle. And then the last card is Pagiel Suite of Hearts Desire Angels. And this card is the is Parasiel, who is the guardian angel of hidden treasure. So this is the card of breath of life, fire of life and water of life. So anyone who works with me inside Fiercely Spiritual Family, you'll know that I'm really fond of working with the angels of breath of life, um, Ariel, fire of life, Uriel, and water of life, Fuel. And this card is bringing all those together. And um, if you're working with Parasiel, you can use the elements of breath of life, fire of life, and water of life to heal your body, to heal your mind, to heal your spirit, um, and also to work in harmony with the uh, forces of nature and mother earth so uh, another beautiful card to work with and um, particularly during the full moon or the new moon phase you can call on Paraziel and um, but you can also work with these angels at any time of the month but these angels are going to be helping us um, during the month of November to really step up and to ascend to higher levels of being. So yeah, really positive. Um, obviously, there is that kind of roller coaster energy that I talked about and that dark night of the soul, that micro moment with the eclipse energy. But it doesn't have to be something that is keeping you in discomfort. It can be really a beautiful transition if you allow it. And as I said, that shifting of perspective will really help you to do that. So I hope this has helped you. As I said, there's a link to that video for Dark Night of the Soul if you want to watch that as well. Um, and yeah, I will see you very soon for another episode. Thank you for being here. Bye-bye.